Hi. Hello. <laughs> and we're back. I know. It's funny because we're back, but with a different microphone. So mm-hmm. we're going to go ahead and apologize in advance for the sound quality. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. We're in my office today recording. We have turn dot. A dress rehearsal that Emily and I both are going to attend this evening. Invited. Invited dress rehearsal. <laughs> Who's not invited? You. I'd like to propose a toast. Welcome to Wines and Dolls, a podcast where Chelsea and Emily wine and talk about musicals. Welcome. Wine is a double one time drop. Some of them might be. Actually, probably some. Actually, most of you probably are. Okay, I take back my statement. It's actually not hard to get invited to dress rehearsal. But we have like two hundred. We have like two hundred kids from Yes Prep coming. They're in the balcony. (laughs) We shoved them up. Children, you bring children to Turandot, which is about a woman who literally just decapitates a whole bunch of princes because they're trying to woo her. Power. That's true. Power. Powerful female, and it's what is it? Tammy Wilson. Tammy, yeah. She's. Phenomenal. And Bob Wilson, who um, is yeah. the... Robert Wilson. Robert Wilson. So Rob, Bob. Yesterday was Robert Wilson Day, and they presented him with a cake. That's so cute. I, I don't know where it came from. It just is. Where the is. cake came from? Uh, or why it's Robert Wilson. I don't know why it's Robert Wilson Day. We keep He's peaking. like a big is that deal. Okay? We're like peaking all over the place. Actually, I've already turned down pushing. the gain here. It's actually really quite low. Okay. <laughs> I go any lower. Well, you know, I'll just lean back because it's my back. it's my yeah. Midwestern it's, accent that it's, keeps it's making fine. it happen. It's fine. I said bab. Yeah. Okay. It's not peaking anymore. We did it. Yay. Yay. So, we're, yeah, we're here for turn dot. But first, hey, Chelsea. Hey, Emily. What are you drinking? I am drinking a yummy, yummy Coca-Cola. Yes. Because we're at, I'm at work technically, even though I'm not on the clock, I cannot drink right now. I don't well, you're in your maybe office. We're in my maybe office. Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. It's not the OG Coke. Yeah, it's not the, what do you mean OG Coke? Like the original Coca-Cola had cocaine in it. Oh, yeah. No, we're good. We can yeah. have this Coca-Cola. It's fine. Yeah. Cool. Hey, Emily. Hey, Chelsea. What are you drinking? I'm drinking a diet version of what you're drinking. Hey, in a Yay. beautiful turn and burn Turn and burn. When I saw him, I thought it was turn and dial. I was like, why the fuck did we not get these? And then, yeah, it was turn, turn and dial. Turn and dot. Turn. Oh, turn and dot. <laughs> Terrando. <laughs> I heard you say turn and dot. Turn and dot. That's, that's, that's what we're seeing tonight. Turn and dot. Turn and 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 turn turn and 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 <laughs> it makes my life so happy. <laughs> She's so cute. If you would like to also see Turn and Dirt, sure. you can come to Houston Grand Opera. They open Thursday, I believe. Actually, they open when this episode drops. Yay! So check so us out. You HGO. Can go tonight. Just go to hgo.org and get your tickets. That's hgo.org. Hey, Chels. Hey, Emily. What are you whining about today? Oh, God, I'm whining that it's just a week. It's only Tuesday, and I'm covered in pen ink. And I noticed that. I've had a lot of meetings. Yeah, I love this pen. It writes so beautifully, but it 
gets on everything. You have like the like what? Ew! Don't lick it. You're gonna get ink poisoning. It's fine. No, you have what like left-handed people have. It'll it'll end me sooner. It'll end me sooner. It's just been a gotcha. (laughs) It's been a it's been a real long. No, you're in a maybe office. I'm in a maybe office, but um, no, it's just been a long week, and I'm really tired and. I was just gonna stay for half of the show tonight. <laughs> Lol. But I'm I love I love Elisa, and so I'm gonna stay for the whole thing and take the Bauer family kids on a tour backstage after the show, and meet them in her mission. But the person who usually is in charge of doing that, she's actually in the show, so she can't do it. Ah. So I'll be there to do it, and I'll be there with you to do it. Yes. And I will be there to be the snarky. No, the cook. silent one. Just the silent the one. Silent Just one? The silent one? No, I have you facials know. that speak a lot mm, louder than words. I'm aware. <laughs> I'm aware. Um, but can I give you a sparkling? Yes, I would love a sparkling wine. And it's kind of a it's kind of a thing. Like, I'm going to promote something real quick. Okay. Um... I just realized when I first started working here, there's just a lot of things that happen between the departments that nobody really knows about. Yeah. But one of the things that marketing does that I just found out about and I'm going to try to get my hands in and help is with um, HGO's Overture meetings. Oh, so yeah. Overture is for the LGBTQ plus community. You meet... Uh, on one day, you come to the opera. If it's a first time to buy a ticket, there are Nexus tickets for $15. And I can put you in contact with someone. You just got to get in contact with me um, if you want that that cheap, cheap, beautiful ticket. And then during the overture, or I'm sorry, during the intermission, intermission. of the show, you meet in the alcove in the Grand Foyer, and you get a free drink, and there's usually some entertainment, and you get to mingle with other LGBTQ plus community members. You get members. to network. You get to network. You meet people. Yeah. I, did, I actually did know about that. I didn't know about um. it. The next one, let me just let y'all know, is uh, May 7th for Romeo and Juliet. <gasps> Yeah. Which, we're, are we going to that next week? I'm going to that next week. I think it's next week. Yeah, uh, dress rehearsal's next week. Good, we're going. I, I don't think I'm going. No, you're going. I'm going to the piano dress rehearsal tomorrow night, which is why I'm very tired. You can't be I have pre, to go to it. pre-tired. It's too late. You'll be tired. Okay. It's too late. Okay. Hey, Emily. Hey, Chelsea. What are you whining about? Um, I have two sparkling wines. I like that. I like our setup that I'm, like, lounging really far away from the microphone. <sighs> It is kind of nice. Because I just yeah. kept peeking it, and, like, the patrons are getting me, like, completely, like, yeah. I had a pedicure today. Oh, nice. I, I did cut myself at work somehow. But um, I'm, my sparkling wines, I performed at the Broadway last night for the first Yay. time in five ever. Um, and Regina's like, I don't think I've been here when you performed recently. And I said, yeah, because she always is She's always out when yeah. I'm come in. She's. And so I got to perform, which was fun, and I performed two new songs I've never performed. Well, I performed one before, but it was, like, the audience was very small for that song, and the other one I had not performed. Mm -hmm. So they were both Broadway debuts, I guess, but, like, performance debuts for the most part. Nice. Um, And I like those songs. Um, And everyone's like, that's your best performance here. And I'm like, better than Monster? (laughs) Yeah. Monster would did not sound good, but Well no, I just I think you owned both of the songs last night. I wasn't there, but I saw your videos on um Broadway Instagram. I was watching and uh, I was like, Oh damn, she's like really, really owning this song, both of the yeah, songs. I was like, keep 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 giving me compliments. Oh, it was terrible. I just hated oh, it. I can't you. I can't give you too many compliments. It's gonna make your head too big. I'm not gonna be able to get out of your office in this little tiny wedge right here. Um you're what are you doing? 
Boom. I had a second sparkling wine. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm just ticking along here. I don't remember what it is. So you, that was you bombed my. You're welcome. <laughs> sparkling wine. Look at that. Cool. <laughs> well, I'm glad you had a good Broadway Thanks. performance. That's good. What are we doing today? I don't know that. I don't even know how you did that. Did you're that like t- your neck. T- your like neck does a weird thing. It does. Actually, I've been told I sing like a turtle. And if you look to the side, I've got like a huge hump happening. I need to. This is really huge hump. I need to start working. You on, sing like a turtle. I sing like a turtle. I do this. Oh, I do. I that. stick my head out. It's not. It's Lauren not always yells at me about it. She's like, yeah. you don't. Jack what would yell what at is me. Betsy Wolf say? She goes, you don't sing with your neck. What yeah. is it? You don't yeah. need that. You don't need that, folks. You don't need. Yeah, Jack would yell at me. To, well, not yell, but he would be like, mm, you're doing it again. Okay, sorry. Jack Beetle? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> told you. So the Beetle told you you sang like a turtle? turtle. Yeah, the Beetle said <laughs> I sang like a turtle. Precisely. Okay, we're talking about Ticka Ticka Boom. Ticka Ticka Boom. So today is the background on Ticka Ticka Boom. Which is Tick 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 Boom. By Jonathan Larson. We talked a little bit about Jonathan Larson last week. Two weeks ago. Two weeks ago. And last week. And last week. So this show is essentially... A self-written show, and I, I learned a lot about it. It's like I, an autobiographical. It's show. sort of an autobiographical show that's been morphed since okay. his, since his death. It has been morphed into a three-person show that's still autobiographical show, um, but with some additional things to it. So, okay, uh, let me we'll jump right into this. A little bit of give background. Me, give me, give me, give me. Tick, tick, boom. The show was first performed as a workshop between September 6th and September 9th, 1990, by Jonathan Larson at the Off-Broadway Playhouse Second Stage Theater, uh, under the working title Boho Days. I wasn't even born yet. I wasn't Get even out. a glimmer Get in my parents' eye. My out. brother wasn't even born yet. Oh, my God. <laughs> Actually, my sister wasn't born yet. I was four, right? You're so Three? I was three or four. No, something like You're that. You're six years older than me? You would have been three. Yeah, I was turning three. four. I was, I was a baby. I was a baby. Yeah, you were in four. Um, so <laughs> Larson revised the developing piece following the second stage workshop, changing the title to Tick, Tick, Boom. And that's tick, comma, tick, dot, 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 boom, exclamation point. Ellipses. 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 Ellipses, what you did there. And boom has an exclamation point at the end. Reasons. Uh, <laughs> and it was presented with him as the performer in November 1991 at the Village Gate, produced by Larson's college friend, Victoria Leacock. Who he dated. Oh. That's the one he dated. Is that the one but, he dated? But that was not the one that's Maureen. Okay. So he dated this one. Okay. This, this I one. Wonder if, this one he dated. I wonder if Susan, Jesus. I wonder if Susan, uh, I think, the yeah, Susan in this character role is based on her. It might be. Maybe. It might be. Um, and then later in 1992 and 1993 in the quote-unquote Oh Solo Mio fests at New York City, sorry, New York Theater Workshop, um, this production of, this version of Tick, Tick, Boom was performed just by him, by himself. And it was kind of his one-man he show. Played, he played three characters. He, he, That's actually fucking hilarious. No. So <laughs> he played, he told his story. It was like a stand-up comedy, yeah. Bo Burnham-style kind of thing. I think, isn't, I have not watched the Netflix film yet. Okay. And I will get into that okay. in a second. Okay. Um, 
Larson performed the show as a rock monologue, a new form of theater for that time. The performance attracted the attention of a young producer named Jeffrey Seller, who became a fan of Larson's work. And in 1995, he saw the New York Theater Workshop production of Larson's musical Rent and was convinced or and convinced his fellow producers to bring it to Broadway. Rent, so, Rent, Rent. We know that one. Do I know that one? Oh, uh, maybe, possibly, maybe, possibly. It, it sounds like it was torn apart. Huh. <laughs> so Stupid here's where we get here's where this gets a little interesting. Okay, tell me about interesting Af- things. After uh, Jonathan Larson's death in 1996, Leacock asked David Auburn, author of the Pulitzer Prize-winning play Proof, to reconfigure Tick Tick Boom. I recognize that name, and then you said Proof, mm-hmm. and I was like, that That's would be why. why. <laughs> he restructured the monologue into this this monologue performance of Tick Tick okay. Boom into a three actor musical with one actor playing John and the two other actors playing Michael and Susan as well as all the other Everyone roles else. in the show. Huh. Also the script and score were streamlined and edited. The revised version of the piece premiered off Broadway at the James Street Theater on May 23, 2001. Auburn received credit as a script consultant and uh, to me, I did not actually watch the movie all the way through. I will okay. say that. I ended up watching the final performance of their off-Broadway run. Okay. And because I started watching the movie, I started thinking, oh, yeah, I can watch Just this watch show, the film. follow the Wikipedia notes, and, and put in my own notes as I go. No, no, no. no. Because <laughs> the film is... As it does stick to the story, the main gist, everything is all over the place. It's moved around, and I know that... Um, it has more than three actors, there, It has more than three yeah. actors, and uh, um, who produced it? it uh, Lin-Manuel Miranda directed it. This was his first uh, full film adaptation. Or f- first... Um, film adaptation. Film, it was his first time to direct a full-length film. It was his directorial oh. debut. Oh, 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 for a feature film. For a feature film. Got yes. it. So what I what I was gathering is that he took a lot of inspiration from the uh, monologue, the yeah. the OG monologue show and mixed it with some of what was happening in the three person show. So there's a there's a lot of the same stuff, but like when we got to Green Green Dress, which is a it's a well-known song that people know from the show. It's a really cute duet. It's sexy. But when we get to Green Green Dress in the movie version, it was, they were, he was like, oh, that dress looks really good on you. And then the next scene, they're like making out in her room while Green Green Dress plays on the radio in the background. And then it's like faded out. I'm like, no, 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 no. That's not okay. So. But they do have to like cut it down. They too. have to cut it down yeah. in a way. But I was like, that is one of the more. Um, well-known shows or well-known songs. So I was a little ticked, ticked, boom. But (laughs) did you, did you get it? (laughs) Anyway, but I will, I will watch. Stop. Oh my God. You have to edit this later. I know. Continue. Um, uh, so anyway, I'm going to watch the movie because I keep hearing that it's one of the best film let's, adaptations of a musical. Let's, uh, let's, but I want to, let's plan a date. Let's do it. Um, how's your August looking? Oh, good. 
I'm actually gone for a week in August. <laughs> I'm joking right now. Um, so, yeah, and I'll talk about this real quick. There was a, There's a film adaptation of Tick, Tick, Boom, directed by Lin-Manuel Miranda, produced by Ron Howard, uh, Brian Grazer, and Julie O. The screenplay is written by Stephen Larson. Uh, or, I'm sorry, Stephen Levinson. I was like, what? Not <laughs> Larson. Stephen Levinson, who is the book writer and Tony Award winner for Dear Evan Hansen. Yeah. Uh, and the film was Miranda's... Uh, first feature-length directorial debut. It premiered at the AFI Fest on November 10th, 2021, followed by a limited theatrical release in the United States on November 12th, 2021, before being released on Netflix on November 19th, 2021. And it's still on there now. You can go watch it. And the film stars Spider-Man. Spider-Man! He's the fam- my favorite Emily's Spider-Man. Emily's Spider-Man. Andrew Garfield. So... The fact that he's like... I swear to God, he was like 40 when he filmed it as a 17-year-old. Oh, oh yeah. And he's, now he's still 40. He's still 40. <laughs> he is. He actually... Um, so, when I first started watching the movie, I'm like, oh, this character is supposed to be Jonathan Larson. What a what an upbeat, fun, sweet guy. Oh, my God, I want to be his best friend. And then I was like, no, I think I'm going to watch the stage version. And I went and switched to the stage version, and that guy was a complete opposite. Really? Dark and depressive and, oh, I hate my life. Uh, when am I going to make it? It was really, really depressing to watch um, because I felt all of his emotions and understood all of them because this is about an artist who's about to turn 30 and just wants to write one great song before he turns 30. He wants to make it big. Write one great song. And he even mentions, like, throughout the entirety of the show, he um, alludes to the fact that he's not as great as Stephen Sondheim. And Stephen Sondheim is one of his biggest influences. Yeah, we talked about that last week. uh Uh-huh. I'm trying to figure out what AFI stands for, but I don't think it's the film festival that I went to. It's definitely not. It's a film festival. I know, I but know. I wanted to see what it stands for, but it's not the one I went to. I just, I was so, looking it up. This is going to be a pretty short episode, or for sure. Or for sure. Because there's not much to say other than what's in the show itself. It is it is a biographical, or autobiographical kind of It was written piece. by Jonathan. It was written by Jonathan about his life, um, and there's some parts that are probably made up but a lot of it for the most part is his life and i'm and in the movie they started off by saying this is a show about jonathan larson everything is true except for the parts that jonathan made up (laughs) and it's really it's really sweet it's a very sweet introduction and i feel like so from the vibe that we've gotten from jonathan larson especially what we went over last or two weeks ago for the rent background yeah with like um all the like crap that happened after he died Mm -hmm. all these lawsuits and the what the actors had to say about him being like no, he was like a stand-up chill guy. Yeah, like he would have, he probably would have done he that. Paid Stop you being more. such a bitch about it. He would have paid yeah. you more. Yeah, you don't have to be a jerk face about that. Yeah, yeah. No, he seems like a really cool guy. I would have loved to have met him. I would have loved to interview him. He just his. He probably he. You know, he's exactly the kind of person we probably would have interviewed on the podcast if oh. he was still around. I don't know if he was still around. He would be like Stephen Sondheim fame. But wouldn't we have? I feel like we somehow would have rubbed elbows with him when he was at like the Elise Morris phase. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, when he was in the Elise Morris phase, phase, stage of <laughs> of life, fame and life, yeah. we weren't born yet. I know. That's what I'm saying. If it was like. Later. Oh, okay. I'm just saying, if he I was gotcha. a, if he were around today uh-huh. and our age, uh-huh. 
Today. I, I understand what you're saying okay. now. I just thought you meant if he was still around. I'm like, because you know that Ashley Kate so, Adams would know him. Oh, of course. Yeah. He'd, he'd be so beyond us at this point. Yeah. So anyway, um, let's talk about the characters a little bit. I would bit love in to. All, all trace of them. Mm-hmm. All trace of them. That's why it's going to be a very short show. So we have Jonathan, also known Who's as that? John or Johnny. <laughs> he is the lead in the show. Um, in the movie, there are several more characters. You you can go find this out for yourself. But <laughs> there's also Michael. Michael is Jonathan's best friend, and they move to New York together. And then Michael is uh, working as a media something something. He he has a big he has a big girl job, and <laughs> Michael was a performer, and he was a really that, good performer. And then he moved to New York, and it ruined him. So he got yeah. he got a job. It's funny how that happens, right? He got a job in, in marketing. Okay, and that does come up in the show. Marketing. Funny how that happens. Uh huh. Uh-huh. It does. Um, but he Michael also plays John's dad, an executive, a temp, market research guy, counter guy, and Rosa Stevens, which is his his agent uh, is Rosa uh, Stevens. Oh, She's that's funny. The little old. How you doing, John? She's, who is it uh, from Friends? From Friends. Oh, uh, I don't Joey's remember. agent. I, I cannot think but of it. I'm so sad. I want to say Estelle. Estelle. It is, is it. It's Estelle. It's Estelle. It's Estelle. So, um, actually, this character is very much like that character. It's <laughs> essentially like that character. She just shows up every once in a while. That's funny. Or okay. she doesn't exist at all. Um, and then there's Susan. Susan is Jonathan's girlfriend. Okay. They live in two separate places, but she kind of wants to move in together, and they, she wants to live in a... Apartment with no heat. She doesn't want to live in an apartment with no heat anymore. She wants a dishwasher, and she wants to live in a neighborhood somewhere way up north, and like Connecticut. She wants to move. Um, and so that becomes a point of contention in their relationship. Mm. Uh, but she also plays Rosa Stevens. <laughs> the, you know, darling, darling, where are you? John's mom, a secretary, Judy Wright, and Caressa Johnson. So um, I don't remember who Judy... Right is, but Caressa Johnson is one of the characters that is one of the girls that's in his show that okay. he's premiering, um, who we'll talk about in the synopsis phase later. Okay, tell me about who was in the so, cast. We've got a couple of peepers. I'm um, like, I'm looking over your shoulder and recognize a lot of a them. A lot of so. names, so you can help walk me through this. Okay. So we have the off Broadway premiere cast, uh, 2001, Rule. Raul. Raul. Oh, my gosh. Raul Esparza. You know him. Do I? Yes, you should. Raul Esparza. Tell me about him. Let's see. Okay, I'm pulling him up because I'm just going to remind you. He's an American stage, television, and voice actor, best known for his role as New York Assistant District Attorney ADA Rafael Barbara in Law & Order. Special Victims Unit. Also, he was in Boy George... He was in the Broadway, the 2000 Broadway revival of Rocky Horror Show. Oh! That's how you would know him. Wasn't he, uh, who did he play? He played Riff Raff. Riff Raff. Yeah. Oh, God. That's almost like, you know, like, we definitely have talked about him before. Uh, So that was the 2001 off Broadway premiere cast, American tour cast, Christian Campbell, London premiere cast, 2005, Neil Patrick Harris. Who's that? I don't know. I him. don't even know him, <laughs> but it makes sense. I, I could definitely see him playing John. Yeah, because oh, uh, he plays. He only plays characters that are him. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so there's a California production, 2005, Andrew Simonski, Canadian premiere, 2005, Dean Armstrong, London West End premiere, 2009, Paul Keating. 
Encore's off-center revival 2014 Lin-Manuel Miranda. I don't know him. Which I didn't even realize that. And I, I could I could see that just because, like, it, okay, so in the realm of, like, getting cast, like, when you get typecast, mm-hmm. tell me that Jonathan Larson isn't Lin-Manuel Miranda or vice versa. Yeah, I guess maybe it's in like, spirit. Yeah. Maybe. Like, it's... it's because you're you're writing things for yourself. They they have that yeah. going for them. I'm pretty sure he was a like Jonathan Larson was to Lin Manuel what Sondheim was to Jonathan Larson, like in that realm yeah. of inspiration. I can see that. Yeah. And then the off Broadway revival 2016 Nick Blamire. I'm watching. I want to say I'm I watched the 2001 the very last production of the off Broadway premiere. So you probably didn't have Raul. Raul probably at that probably point, not. I'm not. Sh- I'm honestly not sure who was playing that night. But man, was that Jonathan a very depressed Jonathan? So it, sad. It made sense. So Michael, let's see. Off Broadway 2001, we had Jerry Dixon. Uh, American National Tour cast 2003, Wilson Cruz. I'm going to skip ahead a little bit here. London West End premiere, Leon Lopez. And um, actually, the Encore's <laughs> Off-Center Revival 2014, Leslie Odom Jr. I was like, was the entire cast the of entire Hamilton? The entire cast of Hamilton was in this. <laughs> Who's Karen? Except for Karen. <laughs> we know, we, so, we know that name. I'm going to figure out why. Here, I'll look it up. Um, so that, and then our Broadway revival 2016 off, I'm sorry, off Broadway revivals, George Salazar, which he is in something that is big, but I can't, I can never remember um, if it was Karen Olivo, who's in the encore production of Olive, this. Olivo, Olivo. Okay. Uh, Olivo. Yeah. Um, she was in, she was Vanessa in the Heights on Broadway okay. in 2008. All of Nun Manuel's yes. connections. Well, then she also played here. Angelica, and she was Angelica in the Chicago uh, production. In the of Chicago, Hamilton. so yes, so, so the yeah, entire. I'm pretty sure this show with the encore, uh, encore's off center revival of this sh- of Tick Tick Boom brought yeah. Lin Manuel's casts of In the Heights and and uh, t- uh, all the other th- Hamilton together. Pretty sure that's where a lot of these relationships started. Okay, so George Salazar, real quick. Yeah. So he played uh, Michael, Michael in the latest performance. The latest off-Broadway yeah, revival. Off-Broadway yeah, off-Broadway in 2016. So he, um, he was in... Uh, be more chill is probably how most people would know oh. him recently. So the 2015 stage, Michael. <gasps> Michael well. in the bathroom yeah. at a party. But I actually heard of him for the first time. Um, by watching clips of um, Little Shop of Horrors at the Pasadena Playhouse, oh. which is the performance that had, I think, uh, what's what's her name? M- MJ Rodriguez? Okay. As, as, um, as uh, Audrey. Okay. And it was in, uh, MJ, I think, was the first uh, trans woman to, like, play that role. Cool. Yeah. So that's that's what I had seen. Cool. I'm pretty sure it was MJ Rodriguez. I'm double. I'm I'm like actively checking and making sure that well, I have my right care, my right people in my brain. Can I continue? I have yes, one please more go row. ahead. Okay. Yes, yes, Audrey. Susan. It was 2019 Pasadena Playhouse. Cool. MJ Rodriguez. <laughs> okay, good. So okay, Susan, so tell me Susan. We've gotten way off. Um, Susan in the 2001 Off Broadway was Amy Spanger, who's Jovi and Elf. She's Jovi. I love her. Um, let's see, our London West in, let's look at that one, was Julie Atherton, 
and Karen Oliva we were just talking yeah. about. Uh, and then in the Off-Broadway Revival 2016, Sierra Renee. Do we know her? Yes, we do. We know her as Elsa. Elsa. Well, hardly. She was I mean, also for like a half Elsa. a second. And then COVID, right? <laughs> I actually had never heard of her until I saw um, DC's Legends of Tomorrow. Because honestly, okay, I'm going to say something else. I thought, I was like, who is this girl who cannot act in DC's Legends of Tomorrow? She just wasn't very good on film at that point. She was, I think it was something, it was just something was going on. But then I saw that she was on Broadway, and then I was watching clips on Broadway, and she's she's beautiful, and she's wonderful. She's just not in her element with the camera pointed at her. So I think with the camera, it was, was, and I, I don't know if that was her first, like, film situation because I saw her in Arrow first. Okay. Um, And she, or was it Flash? It was one of, they're all connected. Well, Um, she makes me feel really old. She's my sister's age. (laughs) Wow. Okay. Um, But she was also lead player in Pippin, Elsa in Frozen. She was the witch in Big Fish, if you've ever seen that. And she was Esmeralda in Hunchback of Notre Dame at Paper Mill Playhouse uh, and La Jolla Playhouse when they were testing it out. So if you listen to uh, that cast recording it's her yes as Esmeralda. yes mm-hmm. which she's fabulous I yeah that's it. what I mean it was just like I'm like yeah. oh hey yeah so you know I, I'm the same way I don't like a camera in my face I at all cameras I, I know you do I know <laughs> I'm you like do. I need a patrons are camera like, any day <laughs> I'm the most natural on the pad on the camera too much so any? patrons are like what is happening with Emily right now she's all over the place put me on stage <laughs> I am fine put me in front of a camera no thank you okay let's look at some of this stuff so, so when do you ski? 2001 Off-Broadway premiere. The revamped musical premiered Off-Broadway at the Jane Street Theater on May 23rd, 2001 and closed on January 6, 2002. It was directed by Scott Schwartz with choreography by Christopher Gatelli. The cast was Raul Esparza as John, Jerry Dixon as Michael, and Amy Spanger as Susan. Molly Ringwald and Natasha Diaz later replaced Spanger as Susan. Molly Ringwald, you know her? She was in SNL. She Isn't was Molly Ringwald the one Reef who... Reef Madness? Uh, no, I was thinking um, Breakfast Club. No, that's No, who that's is that? Because whenever I hear that name, I always associate it with Breakfast Club. Hold on. <laughs> Hold, please. Oh, my God, you're right. I yeah, she's in Breakfast Club. I was thinking of the wrong Molly. Oh, my, oh my God. are how old? you got to be careful. Look at you. You're, no, don't do it. Chelsea doesn't know who she's talking I do know Molly Ringwald. She's also in Riverdale. Just, I thought it was Molly from Reefer Madness. Oh, my God. No, I'm just, <laughs> I'm completely off. I, I apologize. You were correct this got, one time. You got the, got the You got the 90s. Reference. You got the 90s reference. I'm so proud of you. So, yeah, Molly Ringwald replaced Spanger as Susan later on. And Joey McIntyre replaced Esparza as John. Um, Joey McIntyre. You know that name? Joey McIntyre. Yeah, I do. Um, New Kids, new kids on, on the, the Block. block. <laughs> He's the youngest member of the pioneering boy band, New Kids on the Block. Um, God, I knew I, I was like, why do I know that? One Direction. Why do I know that? I do know that. It came to One Direction. Okay. Okay. So we got to wrap this up so we can get down and get our tickets. But we're not wrap, wrap yet. Okay. So the production received seven Drama Desk Award nominations, including Outstanding Musical, and won the Outer Critics Circle Award for Outstanding Off-Broadway Musical. Esparza won an Obie Award for his performance, and the original cast recording was released on 2001 by RCA Victor Broadway. The 
off-Broadway production was imported to Seoul, South Korea, briefly, with McIntyre, Dixon, and Diaz making up the cast. And they had some other performances. We had a 2003 American National Tour, 2005 London premiere, blah, 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 blah. We had all of these things going on for it. So um, they were nominated um, for Drama Desk Awards, like I said. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven nominations, no wins no for that. Wins. They did win that Outer Critics Circle Award of Outstanding Off-Broadway Musical. Um, and then the Obie Award, like I said, they won. And then the Lucille, Lucille Lortel Awards, um, they were nominated for Outstanding Musical, but no win. No win. No wins. Poop. Poop, poop. And but I guess it wouldn't have been up for a Tony Award because it's off-Broadway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So there we have it. I'm just surprised that more people aren't or hadn't been producing Tick, Tick, Boom. I just feel like it's an easy cast to do. Well, it's almost like Ordinary Days. I'm like, why Why is this not being produced? There's only four people, three people. Yes, easy yeah. enough as in it's a small cast. Um, with a lot of music. With a lot of music. I, I, I feel like it could be done a lot more, but... Well, now the rights are probably going to be out the butt. Yeah, no, definitely. I think everybody was just so focused on rent. That they didn't necessarily or they had to give pay space all for that. The people. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The, I mean, or you're not right. pay them. You are right. This should be done more. It yeah. could be done more. But thirty ninety, the very first song and the very last song in the show is about him turning thirty in the nineties. So it is a little outdated of a musical. Mm. Um, so I, I guess maybe. Maybe it just hasn't been done as much because people don't want to focus on their failures as actors and like and directors and artists, and it's really hard to face that. I feel like the youths that are all bringing back grunge right now uh-huh. will be the ones who are They'll like, bring let's, back tick, let's tick, do boom. tick, tick, boom. Yeah, exactly. Let's talk about 30 in the 90s when I'm 15. When I'm 15 in, in the 2020s. <laughs> Sorry, how do you feel about youths? <laughs> about the youths about of the America? Youths of America. I love them. It's my job, too. Oh, okay. We don't like to watch them fall over. I don't like to watch them fall over and get hit by things. <laughs> um, no, I, I actually, I do. Uh, I love what I do, and I love making arts accessible to everyone, including the youths, youths of America. America. <laughs> um which is primarily what I do. And yeah, I'm actually really super excited that this school that doesn't usually get to see shows is coming to a dress rehearsal. We never invite big schools to a dress rehearsal. So just cross your fingers that they behave. Oh, good. So there's going to be youths here tonight? There will be youths here tonight. I just hope they behave, but I'm I sure they so will. too. Yeah. No, they'll be fine. They'll you know fine. who I also hope behaves? Our patrons, when they give us more money. <laughs> Huh? <laughs> no, is our patrons have something along those lines. <laughs> Actually, I wanted you to fill it in. I wasn't sure where it was going to go. Uh, it's okay. I, 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 do, I sometimes do that. Yeah, and I, I've <laughs> done that to you, too. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> we just kind of hope for the best. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we flail our, about until we get there. And, oh, yeah. Anyway. Our patrons, how do you feel about our flailing? In our background, you get this, like, this horse picture. There's a horse. Ow, that hurts. Turning hurts. <laughs> How old are you, Charles? <laughs> I turned 35 in a month. You Actually, 35? Yeah. You're turning 35. I'm turning 35 in a month from today. I'm freaking you're, out at 29. You're turning 29 a month from today. We're recording on April oh, 19th. Oh, it's April 19th. <sighs> yeah, we turn another age in a month. I hate that. It's, I know. And I'm like... 
I know. Okay, I've been, yeah. like, grieving my 20s over the last couple of weeks because... You still have a whole year to grieve your freaking 20s. No, but, like, because of <sighs> of 2018 and all, it just feels like my 20s were, were ripped from my existence. Yeah. It's, it gets um, better in your 30s, so... Except for my body, probably. Yeah, no. <laughs> Minus the body decline. Yeah, yeah it I gets need, better I need in the your body 30s. to go the other direction. Yeah. I need to get better. It is. It's getting there. It's, it's getting, getting there. there. Slowly but surely. surely. getting there. Yes. Getting there. All the things. Yeah, but anyway. But we do love our patrons, and we appreciate your support. We appreciate your support when you get to watch this video as I go and talk with my hands um and if you would like to join our patrons you can join them at patreon.com slash wines and dolls that's is s not a not, not a z. z but if you like to support us in other ways you can press subscribe anywhere you're listening to this podcast currently or if you don't like this pa- platform go somewhere else but i mean like go to a different platform Go somewhere else. <laughs> Go somewhere else. I mean, yeah. Except for iHeartRadio, because we're not no, there We're not on there. Yeah. Um, and if you're on Spotify or Apple or you see little stars somewhere, go ahead and press the furthest star to the right and leave us a review. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I'm so glad that you've taken that over for I me. Am, I'm really excited it. Took, it, it took like three months or so to get you get you on board but you got there <laughs> I got there, I got there. I, I, I'm not always exactly in, in my brain at the end of these episodes so. I mean, usually it's this caffeinated brain yeah usually it's the coke it's the coke and the coca-cola yeah brain. for real just kidding there's no coke in that coca-cola we're just we, we don't touch that shit like for real? No, I don't do hard drugs. No, no, we don't do hard drugs no, no, none of that um, just, just your love is our hardest drug that we'll, that we'll take, along with your money. <laughs> You're welcome. And if you want to follow this mess on on the social medias, you can find us at Wines and Dolls and all of our direct links at winesanddolls.com. Um, we are requesting listener stories. Yeah. Because um, we have we said it like two months ago, but we haven't actually said it this month, that there's only one more episode left this month before we go on another break. That's right. We, we're, we're trying off. our new model of three ep- three months of three episodes, one, three one, and then one month off. Three, yeah, yeah. three one, three one. So, uh, so hopefully, we actually get our shit together in the month in May that we take off to record everything for the next fall. Yeah, we're trying we'll to see. bank them. Trying to. Yeah, so it's you know hard. you're gonna have to clear a weekend. Yep. In May, <sighs> it might be our birthday weekend. Nope. <laughs> we'll watch. We'll watch Tick Tick Boom then. Oh, um, but uh, we want listener stories so we can come back with that. Um, yeah. we want, we want them, we want them, we want them. You have a whole month to send, send them. them. And now, and you can send recordings. And if you want, if you don't mind us using your voice, just send yeah. them to winesanddolls at gmail.com. Yeah, and to be more specific, we want all stories. Any of, story. Of the theater, of your experience at the theater. You walking by a theater. You walked by a theater. Maybe you saw a ghost in a theater. Um, uh, your theater teacher in high school. Anything. anything. You're, you know what, kinder music? Your kid threw the 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 rattling egg at the teacher's head. I want to hear that Can story. Can relate to that yeah. story. I would love to laugh along with you. I probably was and the cry. kid who threw yeah. it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I actually found my little eggs. <laughs> oh, I have a whole bucket I, of them over there. And I've been looking at your mini tambourines. I know. And I know you about which one I want. Please don't touch um, those. They are covered in children's stuff. Ew. Okay, children's never mind. I don't want them anymore. Uh, I need to go disinfect those. Actually, and we're gonna go watch some opera. Yeah. Yeah. And with that. Opera. I am Chelsea. I'm Emily. And this has been Wines and Dolls. Bye. Bye.